excited about the Lunch Plus Christmas special. We want to let you guys know all about it. On December 22nd, we're going to be having a very merry Lunch Plus Christmas special at 11.30 a.m. here on the Brian Wright YouTube channel. Guys, we're going to be having some gift cards. We're going to be giving away prizes, giveaways, fun segments. It's going to be a lot of fun, interactive. We're going to have you guys involved in it. Santa, are you excited? He's excited. I'm excited too. So we'll see you guys on December 22nd at 11.30 for the Lunch Plus Christmas Special. We'll see you there. Hello, happy Tuesday. Welcome to Lunch Plus. We are here on the Brian Wright What's Right YouTube channel and we're excited to have you here with us as you're hopping on. Take the link, send it to someone you know, subscribe to our page if you haven't done it yet. You can awkwardly wave back at Buddy if that makes you happy. Um, but as you're hopping on, comment, tell us who you are, where you're watching from, so that way we can say hi to you. Part of me felt like one of those like like old Santa things <laughs> where they had like the candle. Yeah, we had one of those. We had we had the Santa and the Mrs. Claus. And so did and we. They were the coolest things ever. I found I saw there was a pair of them at well, did we say if you're the hunter commenter, you yeah. need a gift card, so comment. Greg but, is sending you a slow wave back. Oh thanks, Greg. But <laughs> yeah, no, I saw one of these at like a local like antique shop and I almost bought them. At the marketplace? Yeah. But they oh, were like they were like exciting. thirty bucks a piece. Like like, I feel like Christmas decorations it. back in the day were the coolest. Like, I was thinking about it. And the creepiest. It. And the creepiest. Um, no, save that. So. <laughs> I'm curious, guys. I'll tell you later. Okay. 
but no, like we had all these, I remember being a little kid and just sitting and looking. We had this carousel thing mm -hmm. where it was like eight different parts and eight, uh, like eight different like type of horses and things that went yeah. up and down. It was like dun, 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 But I would just sit there for hours and watch it, literally hours. Awesome. Christmas decorations were so cool back in the day. What was your favorite Christmas decoration yes. growing up? I'm really curious. Yeah, put in the comments, my favorite Christmas decoration growing up. Is Santa doing the robot? No. <laughs> Santa was literally a robot, that one. Aww. But um, no, my favorite Santa. Christmas okay, my favorite uh, Christmas decoration <laughs> was, um, we had one that was on our tree, and it was Santa staring at a child sleeping through the window. So It was super creepy. So I've you've always, always been liked buddy. it. I've always liked it until I realized how creepy it was. My mom tried to give it to me one year, and I'm like, no. Even though it was my favorite growing up, I'm realizing how creepy it was. I took a picture uh, of it, and I posted it on Facebook with the caption, he sees you when you're sleeping. That reminds me of, like, the little kid book of, like, what is it? Good night, moon. No, 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 no. Holy like, I'll, always, I'll love you forever or Oh, whatever. yeah, yeah, that was my favorite as well. That's also really creepy if you mm -hmm. go back and reread it. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, Holly says Christmas lights were her favorites. Grayson says yes, and the Christmas villages. Mm -hmm. And then Hannah says yes, Barrett, my Meemaw had one, and the coolest little town she would set up. That's awesome. Um, Prilla said that Christmas decorations were more intricate than... Gray said that my May's grandma had the most extensive Christmas village. That's awesome. And then Serena says we had this caroling family that sang Christmas carols, but it's so old and so out of tune, but I loved it. Mm -hmm. And then Kelly says ornament where you pulled the string and it made Minnie Mouse wave at you. Oh, that's cool. Abby says favorite green garland dream. One of those snow globe yard inflatables. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> oh. I was like, favorite Green Garland dream. I'll have to hear the Green Garland one. My, I just, so my mom like went all out for Christmas every year. So she also would pack away like all the Christmas toys, not like what we got for Christmas, but like special Christmas stuffed animals and stuff. So every November when Rudolph came back, <laughs> or like Christmas teddy bears, I'm like, we're gonna play with you so hard for the next month. Because then they would go, go back away. into a dark, Closet. It made me think of Toy Story and how sad <laughs> they would be. Right. <laughs> Greg says large Christmas lights. Close second would be a nutcracker. Greg, that's a very classic answer of you. I like nutcrackers. Mm -hmm. Um, <coughs> let's see. Grayson says, Kelly, I need that for Sissy. She'd flip out. Kevin Nwicky, good morning. Okay, let's put up our very first official family chat question. Yeah, we want yep. you to answer along with us. The last one was an unofficial question. This is our first yeah. official question. Yeah, that was just us, like, chatting. Yeah, because this one has a graphic to it. That yeah. makes it official. Yeah, it does. That's the stamp of officiality. Sure is. Who would play you in a movie about your life? Interesting. Mm. Are you really going to have to think long with yours? I feel like Wait. you already have a celebrity doppelganger. Do I? Oh, were you going to say Tom Holland? Yes. He doesn't have a mustache, though. I would say Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> really? Yeah. Over Tom Holland? Mm-hmm. Guys, who would play Buddy better, Tom Holland or Joseph Gordon-Levitt? See, it's not like who looks more like you, but who <laughs> would play you. It could be either. <laughs> Interesting. I just Johnny said uh, Freddie Prince Jr. What? What interesting an interesting choice. choice. Did you know, his wife is here. Holly, did you know that's what he was gonna put? Uh, Why? A very interesting decision. See, see, <laughs> th see, this is who would you want to play, in my mind. 
<laughs> not who would. Not who, who would. You, who, who would you, would you want, want to have to, like yeah. associate producer privileges mm -hmm. to be like, no, you over you. Yeah. Um, Kevin says, who is Tom Holland oh, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Oh, that Levitt? guy. I was thinking of Prince. You know, he kind of smiles like Johnny. Like, if yeah. you just look right there. Yeah, I can see it, Johnny. Okay. Well, yeah, see, my, in my brain, when you said that, I just thought of Prince. Like, like purple I, I rain? Yeah, I, don't, I was like, I don't see it. <laughs> but I'm sure I'm thinking of someone else. Okay. And I was. Kevin, Tom Holland <laughs> is the current Spider-Man. He's the one that has, that's done the last couple movies. And he has a new movie coming out this weekend, I think. And then Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's in, uh, he's in Inception. 500 Days of Summer. Uh, Third, Batman, 30 Rock from Dark the Sun. Night, Dark Knight Rises. Dark he's, uh, yeah, that was a good like one. He's like the hint to be the next Robin. He's like the cop guy. Yeah. He, like, he's a solid choice. He, he's good. I like both of them. I just was surprised with Joseph. Uh, Serena says, maybe Reese Witherspoon or Julia Stiles. Ah. Interesting. I don't know who the second person is. Um, let's see. I feel like this may be Jose answering. Um, I could be wrong. It said, that would be a really long and tedious process. I'm unique and hard to find someone who can truly play me in a movie. Maybe <laughs> it's Billy. I don't know. Grayson says, I feel like maybe J-Law. J, where? J-Lo? Oh, no, she means Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer, oh, I didn't know she had a fancy nickname. It's true. Um, Greg says, probably Mel Gibson or Bruce Willis or maybe The Rock. I would love Very... to see a movie where The Rock played you, Greg. That would I be would awesome. I would, too. <laughs> that's a great choice. That brought, that's a great choice. Those are all solid decisions. And then Kelly says, Alexis Bledel. And then Kevin, Alexis Bledel is Gilmore Girls. Yeah. She was the young one. Okay. And then Dylan says, how about Jared Leto? Dylan, I want someone happier to play you because Jared Leto is kind of scary and you're not a scary human. You're a very nice human. <laughs> but this is your decision, so this is just my opinion. I want you to be a nice, happy one. George said Matt Damon. George used to look so much like Matt Damon when really? he was younger. It was it was like two peas in a pod. Interesting. <laughs> Grayson says, I don't know about Jennifer Lawrence. We don't look alike, but she's a good actress and kind of spazzy like me. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Kelly said uh, to Kevin, maybe the guy's from Duck Dynasty for you. Ah, because of the beard. That would actually be great. And then Marky says, I'm going to guess that, the, that it was Jose commenting because he acts conceited even though he's super duper <laughs> humble. Marky Eleanor is related to Jose. <laughs> so she could say That's that nice. stuff. That was super <laughs> insulting. He acts <laughs> conceited. I mean, no. really I like that she came in. She's like, no, it was good. It was a good one. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's put up our next question. Question number two. We have, if you could be, now we're flipping it. Ooh. So instead of if any person could play you, if you could be any fictional character, who would you be? Kevin Nowicki <laughs> says Danny DeVito could play me well. Danny DeVito would have to stand on top of himself to get as tall as you, though. Mm -hmm. Like, he, he's a rather petite man. <laughs> um, let's see. Grayson, Grayson and Dylan are going back and forth about the Jared Leto. She's like, he's intense no matter what movie he's in, Dill. <laughs> <laughs> Jose says, thanks, Marky. LOL. <laughs> uh, George says he wants to be Godzilla. Oh, that's an interesting choice. See, I never even considered being the, you know, the big... <laughs> fire-breathing lizard. I'm also interested that you chose Godzilla and not any of the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park or Jaws. <laughs> he, no, he just says it again. I would be Godzilla. 
Jackson. I love him. <laughs> Kelly says she would be James Bond. That's a good call. Um, I feel like Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible would be fun, and I would be super brave. Like I would be able to jump out of out of planes and not be scared because yeah. that would be exciting. <laughs> Grayson says Gazira. That's Godzilla, but <laughs> but that's in Japanese. That's funny. Um, Grayson <laughs> said I'd be Princess Belle all day. No, that, that's sad. Johnny's well, it, it ends it ends good, I guess. I, I was just thinking like you. Held captive by a beast. That she falls in fun. love. Yeah. Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> um, <laughs> Prilla says Wonder Woman. Hmm. Hannah Sittler. <laughs> Hannah Sittler says Barbie because she's actually really sweet and has all the cool clothes. <laughs> she's actually really sweet. <laughs> oh, man. Johnny said Jason Bourne, and Grayson's like, Johnny, I could actually see you being Jason Bourne. Hmm. And then Jose says Baby Joda. Baby Joda. <laughs> Greg says Indiana Jones. What a good call. Mm -hmm. Greg is full of good calls today. George says all those other dinosaurs died. Godzilla is still roaming the oceans. That's true. That's a valid point. <laughs> Grayson says, and gets her dad back and saves the castle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Marky. Marky's in the background. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens to Belle. All right. Uh, this is a toughie. Because I don't, I don't, see, so Kevin Nowicki said Jack Reacher. See, like, I don't know who that is. He, he's like, he's another Tom uh, Cruise Mission Impossible kind of person. Um, see, when it comes to, like, Jason Bourne and Jack Reacher and, and Indiana Jones, they're, they live very dangerous lives. Mm -hmm. You know, like, they're always being shot at, and that doesn't sound like fun. But to just me. for two hours, you'd be this fictional character Becca just for two hours. just opened up a whole nother world entering into the you MCU. You thought about that yet? I have not. I would be the whoever the CIA agent that um, dies. No, does he die? No, not Coulson. Okay. No, he he's from Shield. No, the CIA agent that Martin Freeman plays, the guy from uh, the guy from um, uh, like Sherlock and the Hobbit movies. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I, Holmes. That's his name. Well, he no, he plays. Who's Holmes? No. No, he plays Watson. Come on. <laughs> Uh, no, Martin Freeman. You know what? No, I would be, I would, no, minus the PTSD, I would be Watson in Sherlock Holmes. You are, you are making some interesting decisions right now. Yep, no, I would be Watson. Okay, I would be Agent Carter, because she's the best, and I want her TV show to come back. Agent Carter, for sure. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Wells, I could see that. <laughs> Abby just said, I love Sherlock and Holmes. I think she's making fun of Marky. Jose Marky says, Santa Claus, because you only work one day a year. Oh. And then Dylan says, buddy, if you saw an it's old picture. Okay, hold on. Dylan says, buddy, if you saw an old picture of me, you would understand that Grayson fell in love with the beast. You know, uh -huh. an old picture of Dylan, he is mountain man. Like, it is, mm. Grayson posted one the other day. So that's a valid, valid decision. George said, buddy, you can pick anyone, and that's who you pick. Yes. My favorite show is Sherlock. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, this has been Family Chat. We are going to hop into memes with Marky and Abby. We'll see you there in just a second. Keep putting your answers in the comments because they're making us laugh. And we'll see you over there.
Insulted right before I went live, but Marky, that's what I was hoping she was gonna say. Marky, means yeah. with me. Marky, me. with me, uh, with happy Marky. Uh, I just got insulted twice. One Not by me. Live. Not by I me. I didn't do anything. I was just sitting here. I did nothing. Okay, it's time for memes, guys. It's time. I. Uh, <laughs> So apparently, the reason why I opened the door to get insulted, because I said, how is my height? And he's, she's saying I could, grow, I could grow more if I wanted to. But anyway, we're I was talking about the chairs, not my actual height. For those of you who have never met me in person, I am very short. But we hide it with these chairs. But she made it over five foot. She's a I am. Girl. I'm over five foot. She's half an inch. Yes. It's really great. <laughs> Buddy said Marky's life is one big meme. <laughs> it's true. Um, Billy said, I think this is Billy. She said, I thought you hated Coke. Well, that's when we were nine. <laughs> Things have changed. She's a different person. I got myself to like bad soda. <laughs> but anyway, very I love great. you too, Barrett. She said, I love you. Uh, Becca said, Piper loves you, Marky. It's going to be OK. It's true. She does. Uh, Holly said, I've, Marky, I fully understand. I'm still believing to grow taller. I kid you not, one time my dad prayed for me to grow taller. I was, oh like, I was like, I didn't know it was an issue, but okay. Like, um, oh. uh, yeah, Billy said she's very short. <laughs> Serena's laughing. Guys. I think after I prayed for it, I think I grew like an inch though. That's really great. <laughs> you reached over that five foot point. What? Today. It's really just family. Yeah, family is. with all of you. Family. So I today I asked Abby to host memes. I yeah. was like, Abby, look at my phone, look at my favorite memes, pick them, and you host. And let's see how this goes. Amen. Amen. So, let's hop into our first meme of of the day. I'm very excited. Me and my buddy leaving Bible college without a wife. Well, that place was a ripoff. It is so true. It's, Guys, it's not a Bible institute, it's, it's a bridal institute. <laughs> that's what they say all the time about every single one. Aw, uh, Priscilla said, Marky, you're perfectly short and sweet. Thank you, Priscilla, I love you. Becca says Justin prayed for her to grow taller, too. <laughs> Apparently, this is happening on a regular basis. Yeah, I guess I so. have no idea. Really enlightening memes today <laughs> on height stuff. Okay. That's, that's nice. All right, next. Next meme. Waffle House is just Southern hibachi. You know, this really makes me feel better about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I really yeah. have not enjoyed seeing my food cooked in a restaurant in this way. It, it's kind yeah. of like weirded me out a little bit. But this, this makes it, me feel better. It makes it more quality. Yeah, it's like, oh, that yeah. makes sense. Oh, yeah, of course. It's classy. It's I fancy. hibachi. Yeah, Jose said, that's where I met my wife. Buddy Bible said college. the same thing. Buddy said, I found a wife at Bible college. It's a yes, thing. It is it's a, a thing. It's definitely a thing. All right, next. Next meme. Next meme. <clears throat> the real Bermuda Triangle. This is the truth. <laughs> the side in between, in case you can't tell, it's in between 
the seat in your car and the little middle console. Yeah. Everything gets gone. There was one time. Everything gets gone. Everything gets gone, and it's hard to get it back. There's there was one day I think that your phone slipped down there and one day, uh, many days. One but day. there was one day in particular I thought we may not be able to get that back. Yeah, <laughs> it may be lost forever. Yeah, like you come out and like you've been like your hand is like all scratched up it's and stuff. I have a tiny battle. hand and it still gets like all scratched yeah. up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the battle. Serena said the accuracy of this meme. Priscilla said legit. <laughs> It is. It's so legit. That's what memes so are. So legit. That's what memes are for. They are supposed to be relatable, and they are winning today. Okay. All right. Next. If my shower water does not feel like this, I don't want it's it. It's true. There should be a little bit of pain. A little like, bit of pain. A little bit of pain. But then I'm you get used like to that. it, and then it's like, oh, let me make it a little more painful, and then your skin gets used to it. Oh, let me make it a little more painful. You know what I mean? Like when you start to get used to the temperature, yeah. I sound like. I'm yeah. ma like boiling it's a lobster. Like, yeah. <laughs> like boiling a lobster. What's that analogy of like the frog? Like you, yeah. you don't, you yeah, don't put the frog, the frog in the hot water. You put it in the water and slowly make it hotter. It's terrible. It's terrible yeah, analogy. That's what I showers really don't are like. like. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Next. <laughs> Nobody. That one Honda owner at 3 a.m. That is so true. Why is it always Hondas? Except if you live in the country, then you yeah. hear a coyote. Yes, at coyotes. Or, well, we kind of live on the highway, so there's like, uh, what are those trucks called? Fire trucks? Yeah, those are they're those. Fire trucks? You hear yeah. fire trucks at 3 a.m.? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't Seriously. hear that. <laughs> I hear nothing. Okay. <laughs> oh, Kevin Nowicki is bringing back our memes from yesterday, or our uh, emojis. It's an emoji. <laughs> emoji. I know you're not familiar with these I things. Know. I know. That, that's called an emoji. I'm from a different decade, guys. Yes, you actually kind of are. She's, she's teaching me. Yes. He put two, <laughs> two legit, two quit. That was for that is That is from a different yes. decade, actually. <laughs> Priscilla said, always a Honda. It's always yeah. a Honda. Okay. Next. Next meme. <laughs> Whoever came up with the word dentures really missed the opportunity to call them substitutes. <laughs> buddy, do you appreciate this meme? No, he no. said no. <laughs> I feel like that was definitely a buddy. He, yeah. He I, does. He does. He like, secretly He would have submitted this meme, I feel <laughs> like. Yeah. Substitutes. Yes. Okay, next. Now this is one we've yeah. shown before, but only for like half a second. So only the ones who like paused it immediately yeah. got to see it. Do you remember that we're Kelly? It back. Kelly, <laughs> Kelly got it. Kelly, that was it. That was it. Okay. Which would you choose? A. Eight Kelly, hours. Kelly's here. There she is. Okay. <laughs> eight hours of solid sleep every night. B. Your house cleans itself. C. A personal chef, or D, a year free coffee at Starbucks. Oh my gosh, we're already getting answers. I think I think this was from Kelly. Okay, so Buddy says eight hours of sleep. Barrett says a personal chef. Kelly and Holly both say a house that cleans itself. Oh man. Uh, George and Mr. Will say a personal chef. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I think I'm going to go with A. A? I'm gonna go with A, because then I could then I could more happily do everything else, more restedly do everything else. Restedly? Yeah. No, it's not. I wish <laughs> it was. I wish it was. I wish that I got eight hours I sleep mean, every night. Yeah. But. I don't know what I'd pick. I don't know. We can move on. Next. <laughs> uh, Holly says, Johnny is my personal chef. Aww. Aww. Jose and Billy say. 
When you got kids, it's B. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, it's a Z. Yeah. Okay. Which driving style are you? Whoa. I'm really impressed by the people who do ten. Like, ten? how do you do that? Like honking the horn. You just honk the horn all the time. They're just honking. Uh, I thought they were like, like palming the wheel, like a basketball or something. Okay. I drive um, like seven sometimes. Actually, an eight. Uh, no, with one seven. hand, like one. So do one I do sometimes. one hand. Yeah. Oh, that's like three. No, wait. What? Oh, oh I will tell you right now. I talking about short again. I physically cannot. <laughs> bless you. Whoa. Physically cannot drive with my knees. I have can. no idea how any of you guys can do that. I can. I tried once just for the fun of it of just reaching. I don't think I was driving. I was just like, let me see if I can. Nope. Even with the steering wheel down, close. Like I, I don't know how you guys are doing that. I feel like it's like a uh, fake, I... like it's not, like how do you do that? How do you drive with your knees? This isn't, I don't know. I don't know. I I can reach it with my knees, but I don't really have much control, so I don't like it. Oh, so I drive like one, but with my right hand? Yeah, that's what oh, I'm saying. Okay, yeah, you okay. drive like one. Uh, Kelly says four or five. Five, interesting. That's kind of like the, my shoulders are kind of like Up. tight. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> that's not really like relaxed. Is this uh, still Jose? I think it is. This uh, is nine. Nine. Yeah. Um, well, I know I, it's Jose because Billy doesn't drive. <laughs> Jose always drives. Aw, I do four, but I like I I do like my pointer fingers up. I like hold it like this. Why do you hold your pointer fingers up when you're driving? Know. It just feels nice. Feels nice. I just like rest just them like them on be. the wheel. Like, like, I just like hold what? It like this. What? I just rest them on the wheel. I don't wow, know you're like not even, you're like off the charts. Yeah, yeah. it's most like four though. Okay, well, <laughs> that has been memes, guys. They've been really yes. relatable today. It's been fun learning. How do you drive? How do you, do you want people to clean your house or do you want to sleep or what? How, how does that all oh, work? We got to talk about being short and all that. So we had fun with you guys. And yeah. now we're moving on to Mountain Moving Critter. Stick around. Bye. part of our broadcast where we come before the Lord together and we seek his face. The word tells us that he, our God watches over his word to ensure that it does what it's sent to do. When we speak a word because we're created in the image and likeness of God, our word performs. Our word carries power and it carries life. And the word says that those who ask, it shall be answered. Those who seek, they find. Those who knock on the door, the door gets open for them. So today when we pray, I want you to join your faith with mine. And like we've been doing for the last couple of segments of prayer, if there's something you want agreement on, we want to be your second person of agreement. If it's in the word, if it's backed by the word, if it's a dream that the Lord has given to you, we want to agree with you on that thing and just believe for God's blessings to pour into your life. It's our year of increase. 
it's still our year of increase. Next year is going to be our year of increase. And we want to agree with you. So if there are specific things that you are believing for and you want agreement with today, whether they're big things or whether it's it's been a day and I just need the peace of God. And then put those in the comments and we want to agree with you. But I'm going to start off just by praying. I want you to agree with me and let's seek the Lord together. Lord, I thank you for every single viewer today. Lord, I thank you that you are our strong tower. You are our refuge in times of need. You are our sure foundation. And in you, there is nothing missing and nothing broken, nothing lacking. When we come to you, we lack nothing. When we seek your face, we're in need of nothing because we have you. So Lord, right now, we just receive from you today. We receive your goodness. We receive your grace. And just make that personal for yourself. Receive that right now. You know, Lord, I receive your wisdom. I receive your grace. Lord, right now, I just receive your fullness in my life. Lord, we need you today. We need you, Lord. We've got to have you. We cannot do this without you. Any area where we've tried to do it on our own, it doesn't work. We've got to have you. Lord, we're hungry for you today. We're thirsty for you today. We've got to have more of you today. We cannot do this day without you, God. We have to have you. Lord, your word says that those who hunger and thirst shall be filled and shall be filled with every good thing. Lord, right now for every person watching who is hungry, I ask that they be filled today. Let them be filled from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Let them overflow with your goodness and your mercy. Lord, in the name of Jesus, let the anointing go to work on their behalf. I ask in Jesus' name that you bring your peace to every home now, every mind now. Let the peace of God be. Lord, where people have felt prickly today, I ask that you help them be at peace. Where they have had their feathers ruffled, I ask that you smooth things down and let the oil of joy fill them. Right now, Lord, let your peace and your grace and your joy fill each and every single viewer now, every person receiving from the broadcast, peace, joy, be in Jesus' name. Sammy is asking for continued healing and peace. Lord, I thank you that that peace that we just prayed for, it's in Sammy's home now. I thank you that she and Colton abide in peace, that their kids abide in peace. Lord, we just speak healing over their entire home now in the name of Jesus. Let it be from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet, fullness of health and life be in Jesus' name. Holly asks for wisdom. Lord, I thank you that Holly not only has it, she walks in it. I thank you that it doesn't take her long to hear your voice, that she is wise. She has wisdom because she follows you. I thank you, Lord, that you silence every other voice and that your voice is illuminated in her mind, in her spirit now. And when you speak, she knows it's you and she is quick to follow in Jesus' name. 
Lord, I thank you that fevers and coughs are all gone and clear lungs are in the Berardi and not Bierella. Oh, sure, that one, that family. Lord, I thank you for every person that where there was a cough, you send your healing balm to soothe their throats now in the name of Jesus. Lord, let there be peace. I thank you that they will not cough through the night tonight. I thank you that they won't cough through the rest of the afternoon. I thank you that you heal and you solve those things now because by your stripes, they were healed. Thank you, Father, for it. Grayson said, that's right, same over here. Every cough and fever broken off this family in Jesus' name, same. Lord, I thank you, enough is enough in the Pickett household. Sickness, leave now. I thank you, Father, that the curse of it's broken, and I thank you for continued manifested healing now. Not just in one, but all five of them. All five of the pickets walk in the fullness of life and health in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Grayson said a huge praise is that Sissy, her second child, didn't cough from midnight to 6 a.m. And she all day before wasn't able to stop coughing. When she laid down, she was coughing literally every 30 seconds. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for Sissy's healing. Lord, I thank you for Greg and his end-of-the-year projects. Give him wisdom. Give him grace to complete them. And I thank you, Father, that they go even better than they've ever been before. Thank you for easy and light wisdom and let it be a quick work in the name of Jesus. Let it go smoothly. Oh, Lord, I thank you that these requests, not only are they easy for you, I thank you that you desire to go abundantly beyond all that we could ever ask or think. Today, let our minds be opened. Let our spirits be receptive to you. And I thank you that you help us to think bigger, that you help us stand in our authority. And I thank you, Lord, that you have made this day our best day yet. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, we are going to put up some confessions. I want you to say these out loud with us right now. Confession number three, and how applicable is it to what we've been praying for? We have divine health in our bodies now. And we carry an anointing for supernatural healing. Amen. You're healthy now and you carry health in your body. And then our daily confession. It's our year of increase. Amen. Okay, we're going to hop back into another fun segment. But if you haven't done it yet, share this broadcast because super soon, in just a couple minutes, we're going to hop into the word. And I promise you're not going to want to miss this. It's going to be powerful. So share the broadcast. But right now we're going to head into, yep, that's real. What's up, guys, and welcome to Yep, That's Real. Uh, basically, what this segment is is we just kind of show you stuff that you might not have known were real, and we say, Yep, that's real. 
Um, that's basically what this segment is. Usually it's like fun facts and stuff, but today's gonna be a little different. Today is gonna be like a, kind of like a memes with Marky, but not. Because oh. we're gonna be looking at some church signs. Church signs. How many of you guys love looking at like church sign videos or I, pictures? I usually look at them like as I drive by, which I think that's the point of them, is you're supposed mm. to look at them. Yeah, so I do that. well done church signs for having us look at you. But we're gonna be putting up some pictures of actual church signs that people have found. And uh, oh you know, some of them are interesting. Oh boy. Um, and we're just gonna put them up on the screen. <laughs> so let's start with our first interesting church sign. <laughs> this one says, don't let worries kill you. Let the church help. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. It's so fun <laughs> when people don't proofread things. <laughs> Don't that's, let worries go. That's why it's good to have multiple people on a project sometimes. That's true. Yeah. But this one obviously did not have multiple no, people on the project. did not. <laughs> Bear just read it. I don't know if you heard her. Ah, you're probably going to hear that a lot during this segment nah. coming from that side of the room. That's true. And that's the goal of this. Uh, Holly said, or punctuation. Yeah, yeah. punctuation is also important. Yeah. All right, let's put up our next uh, one. Having trouble sleeping? We have sermons. Come here one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I, like, I get it, because I, I can see how they would mean it. Yeah. But that's not how it came across. No, it's not. Not at all. No. All right, let's put up the next one. This one is my favorite one. Fish fry, Friday, February 9th. Our cod is an awesome cod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that's one. great. <laughs> this one brought me the most joy out of all of them. Because yeah. I literally heard it in a song. They... Whoever you are, Reverend Messenger Harvey. OSBOBL, Pastor. Wow. He's well, fancy. Well done with whoever you yeah. hired as your church sign person. I don't even know what all those letters mean. <laughs> yes. They they tried, and I think they succeeded. I think they did great. Serena said, uh, these are so bad, LPL. <laughs> Remember <laughs> laughing pretty loud? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah loud. I love that one. All right. Next one. Uh, if you're, if God had a refrigerator, your picture would be on it. Oh! Isn't that so sweet? <laughs> Thank you, First Baptist Church of Lone, Lone Grove, Oklahoma. That, that made me feel sweet. It's so sweet! <laughs> oh my god! Alright, I think we have one more. Two more. Let's put up our next one. I like that one. I really like that one. <laughs> Hipster Jesus loved you before you were cool. What? <laughs> <laughs> What? You, Is it because hipsters like things before they were cool? Hipsters try to like things before they're cool, yeah. Uh, yeah hipster Jesus loved you before you were cool. <laughs> That's true. It's like, I, I'm hipster. I drink I drink my coffee before it gets cool. And then I burn my mouth every time. Uh, Next one. <laughs> this is our final one. What's missing from Chich? You, you are. are. <laughs> I feel like you'd have this sign. If we had a marquee out there, I feel like you'd do that. What I'm enjoying the most is like looking through the crack and seeing Barrett's face. And she's just like, she's doing her traditional Barrett face. Just, there, there's, a, there's a perfect emoji for that face. I like that one and I like the refrigerator mm -hmm. one. See, this, this was good over the last, you know, couple of years. What's, we need people back. Can we, have, can we have What's one missing from Chich? And put you jokes are. up? Can we have uh, one? No. Jokes? No, we cannot. <laughs> <Okay>. We cannot. <laughs> there was a yep. resounding no. All right, well, guys, thank you for joining us for, like, the briefest ever segment of Yep, That's Real. It was, but it's, t it's time to get in the word. It's time.
So we'll see you there. Buddy may need to open because I'm still recovering from the last segment. I wasn't even on it, but it may need to be Buddy. Well, guys, <sighs> welcome to What's the Word. I'm excited. It's going to be a good word yeah, today is. we're talking about. It's not coincidence, it's coordination. But before we jump into that, let us know in the comments who are you and where are you watching from? <laughs> so that we can say hello to you. I see my wife is here. Hello, wife. <laughs> Barrett she says, too. I can picture that face, Barrett. It's yeah. true. There is a Barrett face, and it's mostly just... Mm -hmm. Yep, <laughs> and you're for sure making it that entire segment. The entire one. Yep. <laughs> Priscilla's here. Greg is here, watching from Charlotte. Uh, I was going to say, Barrett, you're here. Again, I am here. But you I, are here. I'm right here. Yeah, so let us know. Who are you? Where are you watching from? Holly says hello. hello. Guys, it's going to be such a good broadcast today, not because we're the ones on it, but because the Lord has a word mm -hmm. for you. So yeah. as we are getting ready to dive into the word, expect to receive mm -hmm. today. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we said a couple weeks ago, Pastor and Pastor Nicole were out of town when they were in Florida and Buddy was ministering. And one of the things the Lord kept bringing up was the anointing is the same. The anointing is the same. No matter what vessel it comes out of, God is still God. He's yeah. still able to give you an on-time word, whether Pastor Brian's here right now or not. The anointing's the same. His yeah. word is the same. It's transformative. It's life to those who eat of it. Yeah. So get expectant. Get ready. Last week was phenomenal. It was a phenomenal week. So is this week. It's going to be an on-time word for you, for me, for Buddy, for everyone watching. So take the the link to this send it to somebody you know because it's going to be great amen yeah, amen no, i'm really excited about it kevin Nowicki's watching from the church from outside the church on the way to concord Ooh. hey kevin hi kevin <laughs> johnny says hello from on top of a crane that's exciting johnny please don't be touching your phone on top of a crane <laughs> just, yeah. just like put it down you can listen to us it'll be fine hannah says hi i'm hannah watching from locust Dylan says, watching from Statesville. And then uh, Kevin, Kevin's talking about him driving by. <laughs> he said toot toot. <laughs> and then Marky says, hello, I am Marky, watching from right here. Greg, watching from Charlotte. Ah, what good. a good day. So today we are talking about, it's not coincidence, it's coordination. Yeah. And uh, I, I can't tell you how many times, like I've been in like a position where I just can tell, like the enemy's attacking, the enemy's attacking. And, you know, I like there have been many times when I just felt like, man, it's just me. Yeah. You know, like, like, man, I'm just battling this. It looks like everyone else has everything together. Yeah. And like, and I don't know why, like, I'm such a bad Christian. <laughs> if, you know, like, I, like symptoms are coming or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this shouldn't even, you know, come near me. And then I just start getting into condemnation. I'm like, man, why is the enemy attacking me? But, you know, what we're going to be talking about today is like the reality that, uh, you know, the enemy... When he attacks, he doesn't just necessarily attack individuals, which for the individuals, it feels like it's an individual yeah. thing. Um, but we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. But recognize first and foremost, you know, like, and you can put this in the comments. This is the title of the broadcast is it's not coincidence. 
it's coordination. And we'll kind of talk more about what that means a little bit later. But it, that's one of the most important things. That's one of the very important things for us to recognize when it comes to when the enemy when the enemy attacks us. That yeah, that was was not interpretation of tongues. That was just me knowing, buddy. Yep. <laughs> uh, but no, like one of the things Pastor says often, like, and he's told this to me often, has been watch for the moments where there are like spiritual highs. Like when something really successful happens or you have a victory, not to be on guard for the enemy, but to be watchful, be wise. Because the enemy, he is sly and crafty and he comes with deception. So when things are going really, really well, you know, think of it this way. Have have you guys ever been to summer camp before? Or have you ever sent your kids to summer camp? I used to work at a summer camp. I know Buddy has done youth camps and stuff in the past. And when I would be at summer camp, it's like you're immersed in this environment Mm -hmm. where everything is awesome all of the time and everyone's going after Jesus Mm -hmm. and you're surrounded by your friends who are going after Jesus and you leave summer camp and like Bible summer camp. And it's like, oh, we're going to go take the school. Everyone's Mm going to get saved so fast. It's going to be amazing. And then go find those same kids three weeks later. For the most part, they're not having the same emotions. They're not going through the same feelings. And they've kind of backed off of it. Why? Because after a high, they didn't protect and guard the seed that they had been given. This seed that the Lord had given them to to be planted inside, they just kind of let the seed out there and hoped that the seed would take care of itself. And so the thief came quickly to snatch that seed before it did anything inside of them. The enemy's the same, whether it's summer camp, whether we're coming off of a word like we did last week. Y'all, we had a phenomenal word that God gave every single day last week, talking about our rights in Christ, how to be mentally strong. Yeah. And at the same time, I know specifically here in Boomerang, there was like just junk after junk after junk that tried to come, like specifically sicknesses of whether it be throat stuff or not sleeping well or stomach things or coughing or whatever. All of a sudden, it's like the Lord gave out this word on how to be mentally strong. And at the same time, family after family after family got attacked with a sickness It's not just you. It's not just you. The thief comes immediately to steal the seed of the word. Immediately. So one of the things we're going to be talking about today about it not being coincidence, it's coordination, is what is the enemy after? He's after momentum. He wants to slow us down. He doesn't want us to thrive. He wants us to stay stagnant. It's fine if we hear a good word, but if we don't put action to it, it's not doing anything. We have to stand and above all stand. Yeah, well, well, like, going back to, like, the whole, you know, youth camp, like, high stuff like that. Like, what what makes those times, or, like, let's say, like, we're going to a set of revival meetings, yeah. or, like, you know, that's kind of like the adult youth camp, like, right? Like, Basically, um, it's the same thing. It's like, <laughs> we, we come in with such great expectation, and we're really excited, and the only thing that shifts whenever that event or that camp thing is, is done ha- that I've noticed is just expectation. Yeah. You know, like... Like, I'm expecting big things to happen, and b- what happens? Big things. Because, yeah. like, you have a body of people coming collectively expecting big things. Then once it's over, that's when, like, the enemy starts to try to, like, not bring that, cor- yeah. you know, that corporate expectation that changes things and moves mountains. And, you know, 
that that the corporate expectation. If the if the enemy can cause us us to separate ourselves and yep. to individualize ourselves, what what does that look like? Oh man, I'm just going through this, and it's just me. Everyone else has just had a great week, yeah. but I'm just experiencing this. What what is he trying to do? He's trying to get us into isolation to make us feel like we're only doing this on our own, yeah. and we have to fight this on our own. And if other people knew that I was dealing with with this, they wouldn't think that I I had the, yeah. the right amount of faith or you know all those lies. What what's the enemy trying to do? He's trying to make us isolate ourselves. But you you see really clearly in First uh, Corinthians chapter ten, it says this. First uh, Corinthians ten thirteen. It says, "No temptation has overcome you except what is common to man." Yeah. So, what does that mean? If you're facing a temptation, or if you're facing an attack from the enemy, recognize that it's not just you. Yeah. Right. If if I'm starting to adopt this mentality, it's just me. No, that's contrary to Scripture. The enemy is trying to cause us to think that it's just us dealing with this, when that's not the case. You know, the enemy is trying to attack everyone yeah. and isolate everyone because when we come together, yeah. we're a force to be reckoned with. Yep. He'd much rather pick us off one by one. That's what that's what wolves do like yeah. when they come to a pack. They try to isolate, or, or lions, you know, they'll try yeah. to isolate someone from the pack, and that's when they, they have the freedom to devour. But when we're together, you know, we're stronger than, than, yeah. than we are individual. And so what he'll try to do is he'll, he'll try to attack individual members, you know, it's all coordination. It's not coincidence. It's not just, man, why is this happening? What? This is weird. You know, yeah. like, no, he's trying to cause the body of Christ to be divided. We saw that very clearly last year when he just began picking people all, all out of church and separating yeah. them and, and keeping everyone apart. And he's, what, what's, what's the enemy trying to do? He's trying to keep us from that corporate body in, in a coordinated attack. You know, he's trying to keep us apart. But what we need to do all the more is assemble. We need to be together. And so recognize if he's attacking, no, I'm recognizing now this is bigger than just me and my family. Yeah. It's coordination and he's trying to separate me, but I'm going to be more, more and more diligent now to, to stick uh, with what yeah. God has commanded me to do. Amen. Well, I uh, stink. I had the reference. Marky, what verse did I send you earlier today? Was it first or second? And was it 510? 2 Corinthians, I was in first. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. This verse, pastor ministered on it last week. This verse literally says we're destroying. We're destroying speculations. We're destroying thoughts that are speculating negative. Like that's literally what it's saying. We're destroying those things. A speculation is when your mind thinks, I can't do this. I I don't know if I can do this. I don't think I'm strong enough to do that. That's a speculation of I can't do it. It's a thought that's not real. We're destroying those. We are destroying every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. The knowledge of what? In Ephesians 1, it says the knowledge of him. In the knowledge of him, what can't we do? You know, Ephesians 1.18, I pray that you would receive the spirit of wisdom, revelation in the knowledge of him. Why? Like, why do we need knowledge of him? Because when something presents itself as higher than God... It's a lie. Mm-hmm. No matter what that yeah. thing is, it's a lie. 
So like yesterday, y'all saw I wasn't here yesterday. I did not sleep yesterday from 12 a.m. to 5 a.m. Like I was up pretty much the entire time. And I woke up with, you know, just different things trying to attack my body. And I, I know this verse. I know that it's not coincidence, it's coordination. And I reached out to Pastor Nicole. I was like, what, what would you have me do? Like, what can I do to stand properly? And she told me to stay home and rest. So I stayed home and I rested and I slept some and different things. And I didn't think to myself, you know, this is going to beat me. Like I, I knew, no, this is not going to beat me. This can't stay. But I didn't necessarily take full authority on it properly. Like I prayed, George and I both prayed and I rested. But there's a righteous indignation that should come on a believer anytime an attack comes that tries to say it's stronger than the Lord. Yeah. Anytime something says, I'm bigger than your God, there should be something that stirs on the inside of you. So Pastor yeah. Brian yesterday, he sent a message out to the entire church because it wasn't just me that had had symptoms come on. Pastor himself had symptoms try and attack him over the weekend. You know, Buddy has had stuff try and attack him over the last week or two. I, these are just the three I'm yeah. going to mention right now. But you can go through the church and there was person after person. And he went on Boxer and he's like, enough is enough. Yeah. Enough is enough. We're not going to allow this to stand against yeah. our people. Yeah. And that's how we destroy that stuff. Anytime it's this thought is bigger than my God, no, enough is enough. My God is stronger. My God is yeah. capable. My God is able. And it's not yeah. just you. It's not just you. It, you read later on it through the word about how brothers and sisters are having the same sort of sufferings. It's the same attack. It's the same attack trying to come, whether it comes at me in a form of sickness, whether it comes at Holly in a form of fear, whether it comes at Buddy in a form of whatever. It doesn't matter. It's the same thing because it's trying to say, I'm more important than God. And so when Pastor sent that message, it stirred something in me. I'm like, no, I, I've prayed, but I haven't really stood. Like, I, enough is enough. And I stood, I received his prayer, and I was like, done. Done feeling tired, done feeling achy, done feeling, done. Done with it. And I was good for the rest of the day. Why? Because when I felt like I couldn't praise God, someone came alongside me. Praise God in this moment was pastor who was like, no, get out of it. Snap out of it. Snap your brain out of it. It's time to wake up. It's time to see enough is enough. God is bigger than that. Amen. Put that in the comments. God is bigger than what I'm dealing with. Yeah. You know, like it's not, and this is where the two parts of life kind of comes in because you know what I like, I, there have been so many times when the enemy has been attacking me and I've just thought, you know, I, I've tried to resist it. I've tried, I tried yeah. to resist it. Yeah, that's good. And when I tried to resist it, it didn't seem like anything happened. And all of a sudden I'm like, well, I guess I'm not as good of a Christian as I thought I should be. And then I get into condemnation. And then I get into like the two parts of unlife, the two parts <laughs> of death, right? Where I like get into like condemnation. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, I try to do things in my flesh and then it's just like a cycle, yeah. you know, but no, the two parts of life is no, I'm going to receive from my God, you know? Uh, God is bigger than what I'm dealing with. Yeah. It's God who's bigger than what I'm dealing with, not not just me. Yeah. But here's the thing. With him and in him and in Christ, I have been seated far above yeah. all principality and power with yeah. him. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1 real quick because you, you alluded to it already. And Ephesians is after Corinthians. 
<laughs> I, I know the books of the Bible song. But you sure it, do. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, it, it, it's like he's, he says, you know, I pray that you, uh, he, he's praying to the people that God will give them a spirit of wisdom and revelation yeah. and the knowledge of him. <coughs> excuse me, that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened yeah. so that they will know what is the hope of his calling the rich, the, and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance yeah. in the saints. And, well, and then he goes on to say, all, all of these awesome things, the strength according to the working of the strength of his might, mm -hmm. which he brought about in, in Christ. So all of this is found in Christ. Yeah. Uh, which he brought about in Christ when he raised him from the dead, seated him at his right hand in heavenly places far above Put this in the comments, far above, far above all rule and all dominion, every name that is named. Uh, you know, he's, he's set him far above all those things and put him uh, as head over all things uh, or made him and put all things in subjection yeah. under his feet. So that includes sickness and disease. That includes poverty and fear and anxiety and depression and all yeah. those things. He's put those under his feet. And where are we now? Well, let's move forward like four, ver four or five well, like six or seven verses in <laughs> Ephesians 2, 6, and raised us up with him. Yeah. So in all of this, we're raised up with him and we're seated with him in heavenly places. How, how are we seated with him in heavenly places? In Christ. Yeah. So it's not in, in my own self, it's in Christ. So when I receive his love and I get in him, which the devil wants us to get into that, like two parts of death, the condemnation yeah. in, in yourself, but no, when, I, when I'm in him and I receive his love, suddenly that cycle begins to work. I receive his love, and now I can give love to him. And then that cycle just, it's like, it's like uh, have you ever seen when like people have, like there's that little f like playground Ferris wheel mm -hmm. thing? I don't, or merry-go-round kind of thing. Yeah, the thing where they thing. have to sit down and hold yeah, the bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like have you ever seen someone try to jump in one of those while it's already spinning? Like they, they run and then it hits them and then they fly out, right? Picture that. You're in the two parts of life. The enemy tries to come in. But if you're in that cycle, yeah. it's like he comes in and then just gets, like, hip-checked and flies out. Like, he can't get in. Um, but, like, that doesn't mean he's not going to try to throw a thought in yeah. there and get us out of that cycle. No, he'll try to jam that cycle up. But all we have to do is keep going, keep yeah. receiving. And, you know, so... So whenever the, those things come, whenever those thoughts come, man, I guess I'm not a good enough Christian because this, this no, the enemy's still going to try to make yeah. those attempts. Basically, it's like, you know, uh, in Revelation, uh, in the book of Revelation, Jesus says, you know, behold, I stand at the door and knock if anyone opens. Like, the devil's doing the same thing. You yeah. Know? He, he just tries to knock, you know, with a symptom. He tries to knock with a thought. He tries to knock, you know, on, on the door of your mind. Like, hey, did you think about this? This is what he did with Eve. You yeah. know? You know, he was basically knocking on the door of her mind, trying to get her to open up to receive something that she wasn't called yep. to receive. And what was that? That was coordination. Yep. You know, but that's what the enemy was trying to do, to plunge all of humanity into, into the curse. But we're redeemed from the curse, yeah. praise God. But see, that's what the devil's trying to do. He's just trying to knock on the door of your mind and try to let you open up to, well, I guess I'm not a good enough Christian, and get into condemnation, and yeah. now you're not able to receive from God because now you, your conscience is here. Yeah. No, 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 that's why we talked about having a strong mind and, you know, having a, a stable mind is because whenever I'm able to do that, it helps me initiate that two parts of life process. Yeah. Well, and Buddy was talking about it earlier about how we need one another, yeah. and it's true. We need one another mm. because have you ever... I don't want you to like dwell on times where it hasn't been great, but I know for me in the times where I have felt like I've been at rock bottom in the past, the last thing my flesh wants to do 
is what the word tells me to do. Like when I, when I, I used to be very, very depressed, like all through college for the most part, like I had a spirit of depression on me. I had a spirit of suicide on me. And I can tell you during those times, it was not, let's go to the word and read and praise the Lord and pray and seek his face. Like that's not what I did or wanted to do. But praise God, he loved me enough to surround me with people who were stronger than myself, who could point me back to him. And we need to be able to be surrounded by people that when we're down in the muck and down in the mud or we've been knocked over or something, we're surrounded by people who will bend down and get in the mess with us to help lift us back up. That's what Pastor Brian did yesterday when he sent his message is he saw Not only did he see, he got attacked with some of it too. Like it tried to come against him. But praise God, we have a shepherd here at Boomerang who loves us enough that when he saw his sheep like being knocked over by the winds and the waves, he's like, no, I'm going to go down there with them and help lift them back up. And that's why it's so important to be around people, but not just around people, to be around people who are like-minded in faith and to not let ourselves allow our minds to be opened up to it to be opened up to an attack. So that's why we've got to guard our minds. What Pastor Brian was talking about all last week, you know, would you open up the door to a murderer? If a known murderer was at your house and was knocking at the door, are you just going to open up the door and say, sure, come on in, have a smorgasbord of food, like enjoy eating, come, come relax. No, they're not going to get in your house. You love yourself, your family, your kids more than that. The, the devil is the most malicious, murderous entity that's yeah. ever lived. And any thought he tries to plant in our mind is just as much of an assault against the Lord and us as it would be having a physical gun pointed in our head or to, to our head. So when those thoughts come of it's never going to get better or this is so scary or I can't do it, it's just as much of an attack as someone pointing a gun at you, just as much, if not worse. But here's the thing. When we're surrounded with people who won't quit, when we're surrounded with people who will get down in the dirt with us and say, you know what, I'm going to help lift you up. I'm going to help remind you of who you are. I'm going to remind you of what's been paid for for you we do become an unstoppable force. You see that in the word. In Genesis, when they're talking about building the Tower of Babel, this is a group of people who were not serving God. Like they weren't trying to please him. They were trying to please themselves and make a tower that could reach heaven. And what did God say about them? He said, behold, they are one people and they all have the same language. And this is what they began to do. And now nothing which they purposed to do will be impossible for them. So here are these people that weren't serving God, weren't trying to please him at all, but because they were with one mind, they spoke one language, they had one mind and one purpose, God himself says nothing will be impossible for them. What would it be like if in the body of Christ, we refused to stay down, but instead had one mind, 
that says no matter what I face, no matter what I see, I'm gonna go through and God's gonna empower me to get there. I'm gonna live for him. I'm not gonna stay down. I'm gonna get back up every single time and I'm gonna walk it out. What would happen if it wasn't just you, but it was your neighbor, your spouse, your friends, the people with you in church? What if it's not just me and Buddy who decide that, but every person here in the studio right now, there's what, like eight of us right now? 12 people turned the world upside down. It tells us in Acts, 12 disciples turned the world upside down. What could a unified body of believers do? Nothing is impossible to people who refuse to be moved off of the word of God. Nothing's impossible. Nothing's impossible. You don't have to stay down. Nothing is impossible to you. You don't have to stay sick. Nothing's impossible to you. You've got a God. And so, so the power of that is in the unity. Yeah. Right? We are one unified body. Paul talks about it in First, in First Corinthians. He talks about how we all need one another, and we all need one another yeah. not, to, not to just, you know, kind of do our own things individually. No, we need to come together, and we need yeah. to, to be plowing this, this road. We need to, I mean, picture this. You know, if, if everyone, you know, if every believer made it a point to win one person to the Lord, you know, a day, yeah. I think the whole world would get saved in what? like Two and a two, half weeks. Yeah, two and a half weeks. And that, that's, that's the power of what can happen when the whole body comes together and just does what they're called to do. Yep. But here, here I mean, if we were, just to be honest, you know, we, we have that corrupted flesh and we, there's a devil that doesn't want us to do. Yeah. It, he doesn't want us to do that because he wants people to die. Yeah. A thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. And so th- this is where the body coming together and empowering each other is so important. This is why the devil tries to make coordinated attacks because mm-hmm. he recognizes the power of a unified body. And so he'll try to make you think you're doing, it's just you. Yeah. You're the only one dealing with this. How, how do you think you're such a good, no, surround yourself, not with people who will pity you, but with people who will empower you to yeah. overcome it. You know, that's why, you know, uh, uh, the Bible says in, in Hebrews, it says, assemble all the more as you see the day approaching. Don't, yeah. don't forsake the assembly. You know, don't forsake the assembling of, of the believers together. No, all the more as you see the day approaching, assemble, yeah. get together. All the more, as, you know, uh, the Bible says, is any among you sick? It doesn't say isolate yourselves from the body. It says, no, call them to you. Yeah. <laughs> like Call the elders to you. This is in James chapter five. Call the elders to you and have them lay hands on you. Why? Uh, it's because the prayer offered in faith shall save the sick. That's what he says. Yeah. What, what, so what does that look like? No, bring people around you, not who will pat you on the shoulder and say, well, I hope you get better. No, people who will empower you to rise up yeah. and to overcome the situation. He says, is any afflicted? Let him pray if any of you sick. Like he's saying, they're, they're, we need to come together and corporately, so corporately so that we can overcome it. Yeah. So if you're battling with something on a Sunday morning, don't use that as a, as a reason to not show up to church. Right. Like that's actually exactly. Or to isolate yourself. Yeah, or to isolate yourself. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what the Lord, what the devil wants you to do. He wants you to isolate yourself. He wants you to be like, well, you know, we're going through all this stuff. Maybe it'd be best if we didn't come to church today. You know, no, that's what the devil wants you to yeah. do. Well, so the best thing for any believer to do is find out what does the devil want me to do and do the opposite. Yeah. You know, God says, assemble, I'm going to assemble. God says, I, I should, uh, you know, have hands laid on me if I'm not feeling well. Then 
I'm calling the pastor. I'm yeah. calling people anointed who will empower me to overcome. Because the question is, do you want people to pity you or do you want people to empower you to overcome the situation? Yeah. I'd much rather have people empower, empower me. You know, you look at the gifts of the Spirit. You have, uh, you have mer- the gift of mercy. You have the gift of, of uh, what is it, like encouragement. What, what is the word? Like in, in, it starts with an E. It, it's a spiritual exhortation. Okay. You know, these are like encouraging things, but there's n- there's no uh, spiritual gift of pity right. or, or of um, of of sympathy. Yeah. You know, th- those aren't spiritual gifts. Those aren't gifts of the spirit. But you do have mercy, where someone will come down and meet you where you're at, but they'll give you what you need yeah. to rise up. That's what mercy is. You might not feel that because that word, uh, you know, in James chapter five, when it says, "Is any among you sick?" looking into the Greek, it's actually, is any among you sick beyond yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I, I'm in a, like, because there have been times when I've just felt so weary that I didn't even feel like I had the strength to pray yeah. for myself anymore. And, and, you know, when he says this, have people who will come and meet you, call them together, and, and they will empower you to overcome. You know, that's what, that's what mercy looks like. Ex- exhortation is, hey, I'm going to encourage you and empower you yeah. to rise up. I'm not going to say, hey, you know, we're all dealing with stuff, but, you know, you're just gonna have to deal with it. That, like that—that's not—that's right. not what exhortation is. You, I mean, the whole word is exhortive. Exhortative. Yeah. Exhortative. That's a word. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, cool. It's um, okay. But like you—you you read in Hebrews, you know, where where the writer is telling the literally the the believers, hey, you know, I know your houses are being taken from you yeah. because you're believers, but you're actually gonna get a receive a better reward. You know, like he's not saying. But, you know, I, I understand if, if you're a little bummed out that they just took your house, right. which is a big thing. Like, like if believers' houses were taken from them because they were Christians, yeah. you know, especially today, we would like, we, it would be uh, an entire, it would be interesting um, just to see how that would play out. But, uh, but here, here's what they're saying. No, you're, we're going to empower you and encourage yeah. you in a way that doesn't say, well, just deal with it. No, you're receiving a better reward Build up your faith and, yeah. le- and let's plow forward and let's do what needs to be done. That's yeah. what he was saying. You know, so it's not just like, oh, well, you know, j- no, that we're not, we don't want to be pitied. That's not going to help us anywhere at any time no. in any place. So if I'm, if I'm reaching out to my belie- to my brothers, I- I'm saying, hey, I'll, and, and like we've seen it, like people come together. Hey, start, believe with me for, mm-hmm. for total restoration, yeah. for total healing. I'm bringing the people in. And I'm I'm having them come and believe with me, and yeah. we're going higher. Yeah. That, that's what that's what uh, the devil doesn't want you to do. He wants you to stay low and get into pity. But no, God is saying no. We can do this together. Let's let's empower the yeah. people to overcome this coordinated attack because we he's far under our feet. The devil is far under our feet, and we have everything we need to overcome. Well, and God is so good that mm-hmm. He always always gives us what we need mm-hmm. before we face a situation. Mm-hmm. Always, every single time. You know, Pastor has said often that he, I'm paraphrasing in my understanding of it, but basically that he's seen time and time again of when an attack comes, two weeks before the attack came, a month before the attack came, the Lord gave a word of what to do when we face that attack because the Lord doesn't want his people to be left defenseless Mm -hmm. and he doesn't want us to be confused of what to do in any situation. The word tells us in First Corinthians, I believe that God has always, he will never allow us to face a situation without providing us a way of escape, that he would never allow us to be in yeah. something that we couldn't handle. It's either in first or second Corinthians, first whichever Corinthians one. First Corinthians 10, 13. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, no, you're totally right. Yeah. And that's what happened on this broadcast. You yeah. know, two weeks ago, he taught us how to communicate with leadership. This past week, he taught us how to have a strong mind. Because when we're in the middle of a situation, yeah. we don't need to just go through it alone. You don't see in the word people needing to do it by themselves. God saying, okay, you know what? You've reached this point of Christendom. Now you're on your own. Be launched forever by yourself. No, even with the disciples, God sent them out two by two. Yeah. And how much wisdom is there in that? Can you imagine the opportunities that Paul and Silas probably had to be discouraged? But he sent them two by two, so that way when one was low, the other could lift them up. You see that in Ecclesiastes 4, that it's good for there to be unity. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. When one lies down, when there's a second who lies down with them, they stay warm together. We're not supposed to do stuff by ourselves. Yeah. Like, have you ever, and maybe you haven't, because not all of you have the opportunity to know pastor the way that we do, but I can't tell you what a breath of fresh air it is whenever I've been, like, dealing with something and pastor's like, I've dealt with that. And it's like, oh, my gosh, praise God. Praise God, you've dealt with it, too. It's not just me. Or, you know, you you talk to somebody, and they're like, you know what? I faced that just last week. It's like this relief because there's this lie of that buddy was talking about earlier of I'm just this horrible Christian. I'm a horrible witness for God because I had an attack of sickness. I'm a horrible Christian because I had fear try to come on me. I must just be the worst. And that's a lie. Yeah. But when we know how to communicate with leaders, when we know how to go out to one another and communicate you know, that's something that I've seen in the body of Christ that while word of faith is wonderful and we are proponents of word of faith, there's also a ditch that word of faith can, can get into of I'm never, ever, ever going to share that I had an opportunity yeah. hit me. I'm never going to tell anybody else because that's not faith. No, it's faith to pretend that you never, ever deal with stuff. Like it, it's fake to pretend that. Yeah. It's not faith, it's fake. Yeah. So when I, when a couple weeks ago, the, not this past Sunday, the Sunday before, I've shared on the broadcast, you know, I am about to be in my seventh month of pregnancy. I've been pregnant for a little while now. And throughout the situation of being pregnant, I had fear try to come on me a lot. Like more than I've probably ever feared anything or had fear try to come on me. I had fear try to come on me the moment I found out I was pregnant. It was ridiculous. Like, not, not normal. It was demonic. And I've shared it on here with you. I've shared it with pastors before. I shared it with people that the Lord led me to share it with. I wasn't hiding it, but I wasn't going around being like, I have fear. No, I, I was wise and led in, in who I spoke to. But two Sundays ago, I didn't even know that fear was still there. I thought that it was put down. I thought that it had been handled. And I went up to the altar and I found myself like crying and like shaking at the altar. And I'm like, I don't even understand what's happening to me right now. Because I know I don't fear. I've not been given a spirit of fear. I've been given a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. I have been given a disciplined mind. I'm not fearing. There's no fear in God. Perfect love casts out fear. I know all of this. And yet at the altar, I'm shaking, shaking, 
like crying, but not really crying. Like I'm like, I have no reason to cry right now. It's fine. So it's like tears are coming out. I don't even understand what's going on at all. It wasn't like reverence in the face of God. It was something was manifesting. I didn't even understand. Pastor walks by me and he prays something and he stops. Like he grabbed my hand as he was praying for me and he started to walk off, but he had a hold of my hand and the Lord pulled him back and spoke to me and broke that power of fear off of me. And he said, what did he what I want to make sure I had the word specific. He's like, nothing's the matter with you. Nothing's the matter with you. And what he was speaking to was a fear that had come on me of I was not a good enough Christian to even get through a pregnancy without having fear hit me. I didn't even realize that was a fear I was dealing with. But as soon as he said it, it was like the floodgates open and just healing came into me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I knew exactly what he was talking about, what he was saying. And it ministered to me and that fear broke off. And when we talked about it later, pastor was like, we dealt with fear too. With all three of the kids, we had fear try and come on us. And that camaraderie of it's not just about me. Yeah. It's not Barrett's a bad Christian or Barrett and George are bad witnesses. It's this is an attack against parenting, against raising up children, about against being a good steward with kids. It's not about me. It's about stealing something from my daughter, and that's not okay. Yeah. And as soon as I recognized it, it was that's a righteous indignation that rose up of no way do you get to steal yeah. the last three months of this time. Yeah. No way. No way. But it came through that camaraderie, through that submission to the Holy Ghost of, I don't even know what's wrong, but I'm going to go to you, and I'm going to go to others who understand how to point me to him, and I'm going to let you do whatever needs to be done. And I don't give a rip if people think I'm weak in the process, because when I feel weak, my God shows up strong. And that's what he did. He showed up strong for me. So if I had pretended that everything's fine, I'm not going to go out for for ministry time because I'm a leader, and I'm a good Christian, and I know... Bull honky, I needed him. Yeah. And if we need him, there's no shame in going to him. There's not. Yeah. Well, what's the, the verse, 2 Corinthians, or 1 Corinthians 10, 13? Yeah. yeah. The verse literally right before that. Well, let's just go back there. Um, because that, this, that verse leads into this, into what we were talking about. You know, we, we've quoted 2 Corinthians 10, uh, yeah. or 1 Corinthians 10, 13 a lot. But the verse right before that is important for us to recognize as well. It says this, therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed that mm-hmm. he doesn't fall. Yep. Basically, let those who think, no, I've got it all together, or I'm going to pretend like I have it all together, mm-hmm. like I don't have any problems. Yep. I'm going to pretend like I don't have any issues, even though I know that this is going on. You know, I just won't tell it to anyone. He's saying, no, if you're doing that, take heed because you're about to fall. Yeah. If, you, if, if you hold on to that for very it's long. Pride. It's pride. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I had that, that note right there. Uh, you know, let him, let, therefore, let the prideful basically take heed that they don't fall. Yeah. Be- why? Because what we need to do is we, we're not called, because just because we're faith-filled people doesn't yeah. mean we just ignore, you know, the, the attack. Yeah. We have to deal with the attack. If we don't, if we ignore the attack, the attack will, will wipe us out. Yeah. But we have to deal with the attack. How do we deal with the attack? But we wage war the way God called us to wage war. Yeah. What does that look like as a body, you know, with our shepherds? That's yeah. what we need to do. Because that's when he leads into now recognize no temptation is overcoming you. 
which is not common to mankind. See, a prideful person would say, I don't have to deal with anything, yeah. or I shouldn't be, you know. Like Jesus himself said, no, in this world you will have trouble, but, yeah. but I have overcome the world. So, like, you have, to, you can get, like, two ditches in that one verse. You have the people, well, yeah, in this world we'll have troubles, and we'll just, you know, be troubled and, and struggling and all those different things throughout all life. And then you have the people who say, oh, no, I'm just going to, Pretend like yeah. the struggle is over. Yeah. That's a faith confession that whatever you're dealing with, I'm confessing in faith that it's over. Yeah, but I'm not that's just true. But I'm yeah, that's yeah. truth. But you know, like the reality is, or the reality is, we are overcoming yeah. every situation that we face. But we have to do it God's way. Yeah, we don't ignore the situation. We deal with it through faith. Yeah, we, we when. When the coordinated attacks start coming, we don't just, oh, no, I, I can't tell so-and-so because they might feel like I'm going through. No, that's pride. Yeah. No, I'm not going to, you know, pretend like I'm standing while in the background I'm actually wavering. Yeah. No, I, I need to not isolate myself to pretend and give off this facade because, you know, like it, it might feel like humility or it might feel like, you know, just I just I just don't want people to think lesser of me. Right. You know, like, like, I, I don't fear. want, like, yeah, that's fear. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've preached a message and then, like, the next day, like, I'm having a hard time applying it. And Serena's like, well, you know, someone preached this yesterday. You know, she's not, she's not trying to make me feel bad, but what she's doing is she's saying, hey, you, you know, you, you know what to do. Yeah. Here, like, and what you said yesterday was, you know, basically be empowered to overcome yeah. it, you know? And, and so, like, she, what she's doing in those moments is we're coming together yeah. and we're building each other's faith so yeah. that we can deal with it. So, again, the enemy wants to isolate you in those moments, make you feel like you're, make you pretend like you're standing yeah. when all you need to do is surround yourself with the people that God's empowered you and then we'll stand together. Yeah. That's what we're called to stand together. And you don't, what we're not saying is don't go on Facebook and put every single problem nope. on Facebook. That's not what you do. But when you're in a body, like, and I feel like a lot of what we're speaking to is, is probably boomerang people, but this goes beyond that. If you're in a body that is hungry for the Lord and has signs, wonders, fruit of the spirit, like manifesting, like if it bears fruit, then it's a safe place to do it in. Yeah. Reach out to the people that you're connected yeah. to and ask for help. One of the biggest things that's blessed me so much is we have life groups here in the church. And on the different threads, it's blessed me so much when people will reach out and be like, you know what, I need you to pray for me today. I need, I need the group to pray and just agree with me because there's power in agreement. You know, or on the ladies line that we have, you know what, pray with me today because that agreement it's biblical. You look in Acts chapter 2, once the Holy Spirit came and Peter preached the way he did and 3,000 were added to the church, it says that they had all things in common. That means that they weren't like hiding stuff from one another. They had all things yeah. in common. And why is this important? Because the word says that we're to pray for one another like we pray for ourselves. We're to pray and prefer one another above ourselves. It's so like, for example, I didn't know until recently that Grayson, and, and Grayson's put it on here before, so it's not like I'm airing something she wouldn't share herself. Grayson's kids hadn't been sleeping great. When I found that out like a month ago, it bothered me. Not because they're my kids, but because they're part of my family. And if Grayson and Dylan are going through something, I'm going through it. I may not physically be there in person with them, but they're a part of me. Yeah. 
And so you may be watching and things are hunky-dory and you're like, wow, like some people got some stuff. Okay, this week it's not you, <laughs> but your brothers and sisters, they need your prayers. Nothing happens on this earth except by prayer. Nothing, because this earth has been given to the sons of men. So if we want to see something happen, we need to come into agreement together and to believe together. So when I found out about Grayson's kids, like I prayed and I made that like a regular prayer. A regular part of my prayer is, Lord, let the kids sleep through the night. Let Dylan and Grayson wake up supernaturally rested. Let them have peace in their homes. And it blessed me so much when it started manifesting, not because of me, but because my family was being taken care of. Kevin just said, an attack on Grayson and Dylan is an attack on Kevin Nowicki. Yeah, it is, because they're an extension yeah. of our body. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that the, the enemy wants to make the church so inconsequential and not important, or the only person you need to talk to is your shepherd, and that's the only person that's important for you to communicate with. If all the only person I ever talk to is Pastor Brian and Pastor Nicole, I'm missing out on a whole bunch of supply from people who are anointed to be a partaker in life with me. With me. Y'all are part of the What's Right family with us. That's why we want to pray with you and agree with you because we want to see goodness and mercy follow you. So it's not my four no more. It's not, well, my family's under attack, and when things get better, then I'll pour into other people. No, it's, I need some help today. Help me today. Buddy Serena, help me today. I need your prayers today. Mr. Will and Natalie, I want you to agree with me today. Johnny and Holly, we want you to agree with us today. Marky, Abby, Sammy, Marilyn, let's believe together yeah. right now because there's a supply of the Holy Ghost in every single person that's attached to our body yeah. and so just assuming that only pastors need to know and believe with you well yes go to them go to your leaders go to your life group leaders go to the leaders in the church that are over you go to elders but there's also a supply when it goes to your brothers and sisters that are around you it's learning together it's iron sharpening iron together that's doing life and that's how we overcome. And that's how you that's, overcome. That's how we overcome the yeah. attacks. That's how we overcome the coordination. It's not a coincidence. It's coordination. And so when we recognize yeah. the coordination, all the more, you know, we come together as a body yeah. to overcome. The Bible says when one suffers, all suffers. But what, what, what is suffering? It's a spirit-led life overcoming perceived hardships. Yeah. And there's more to that. But that basically, we're overcoming together. Yeah. Together. We're overcoming to, when we come together. Yeah. When one suffers, all suffers. When one, when one rejoices, we're all rejoicing. That's what unity looks like. You know, they'll love, they'll, they'll know your mind, Jesus says, by the way you love one another, yeah. by your unity. Jesus prayed, Lord, let them be one as you and I are one. That's, and, and it's, a, you know, it, we have the, the beautiful responsibility to fulfill that prayer yeah. in that unity. And as we do that, man, what can stop us? Nothing yeah. can stop us because the devil can't keep us isolated anymore. When we come together, man, yeah. that, that's an unstoppable force. And the, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Yeah. The re, with the revelation that Jesus is the Christ, uh, Jesus said, the gates of hell will not prevail yeah. against it when we're the church. What is the church? The gathering, the coming together, yeah. the, the unifying factor 
of the believers, the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. Yeah. And, and that's your testimony. That's our testimony. That's what we have when we come together. When devils, the devil tries to bring a coordinated attack yeah. on individual members of the body, we come together and we obliterate the gates of yeah. hell. Yeah, and what is that? That's love. Yeah. You know, this has been coming up all last week. The Lord had me say it multiple times. In 1 Corinthians uh, 13, you, the Lord gives us the picture of what love is. It's yeah. not just the marriage verse. <laughs> so I know that it's very common to be like, oh, that's the wedding ceremony. No, put that aside. The Lord literally says, this is what love does. This is what love is. So when we are acting like Jesus, we are literally being the hands and feet of love. When we go to the Father, we're going to the source of love. And what does his love do? His love is patient. His love is kind. His love is not jealous. Love doesn't brag. It's not arrogant. It doesn't act unbecomingly. It doesn't seek its own. It's not provoked. It does not take into account a wrong suffered, does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. And here's the part that the Lord's been bringing up. When you feel weak, when maybe it's been a week for you and it's like, I can't do anymore. Maybe you physically can't on your own and you really are at a place where it's like, you can't do it. You're not alone. And praise God, you are called to be planted in a body. And in that body, you have other people who have a supply within themselves. And what does that supply of love inside of somebody else do? Love bears all things. Yeah. You may not feel like you can go through, but Buddy and I can come take you by the arm and help lift you back up, and we can bear that weight for you. Love believes all things. Love looks at you, and when you don't feel like you can do it, we'll believe for you. You know, your brothers and sisters will believe. You are, you have Jesus in you. You can do anything you set your mind to. You're not done. That's that exhortation. And love hopes all things. It endures all things. When you go to him, when you receive that supply from other people, you will endure. Put that in the comments. I will endure all things. You will, because you have a supply of love, and that supply of love can't mess up. That supply of love can't fail, because the word says it endures all things. The very next verse says love never fails. It can't. He can't fail you. God cannot fail you. You may have fallen at some point in time, but he will never fail you. He'll stand you back up. He'll wash you clean. He'll strengthen you with his strength. He'll empower you to do all that he's called you to do. And then he'll send you back out there knowing, look at how much stronger they are. Look at how much more capable they are. Not because of them, but because I'm in them. When God's in you, not only will you endure, you will never fail. It's not just God that can never fail. You with God cannot fail. You can't. So Grayson put in the comments a little bit ago that she needed help. We're going to pray. And no, you can't fail. You and Dylan cannot fail. Your kids cannot fail. The call on your life cannot fail. Your finances can't fail. Fear will not be allowed to stand because you cannot fail. You can't. You have him. And that goes for anybody watching. You will not fail. You will stand. Amen. Amen. So we're going to pray. Lord, I thank you that Grayson and Dylan and Cohen and Sissy and Josie, I thank you that there is a call of God upon their life. And in the name of Jesus, it 
will yes, succeed. Yes, I thank you, Lord, that fear is removed from their minds now. Lord, in the name of Jesus, let that cycle of fear, let that cycle of an attack be dismantled now in the name of Jesus. Lord, remove fear, remove pressures, remove them now in the name of Jesus. That thing is over in the picket household. Yes. It's done. Okay. It's not allowed to stay. It yeah. is finished. Lord, I ask right now that you loose your peace and your grace into that home. Lord, let laughter be in Jesus' name. Let Gray and Dill laugh more than they've ever laughed in their entirety of their relationship this year. From this point till next year, I ask that they laugh more. Let Grayson find herself laughing and not even understand why. Let it just overflow out of her, overflow out of her kids, overflow out of Dylan. Let joy be in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you that any bit of anxiety, any bit of pressure, that's not you, and we sit in the heavens with you and laugh at it. Ha, ha, ha. Mm -hmm. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Lord, I thank you that your plans for Grayson and Dylan are wonderful, filled with perfection and peace and glory and honor and might and blessing. Let it come to pass. No weapon formed against them will prosper in Jesus' name. So we receive from you now. We receive your anointing. Break every yoke. Let that home be a picture of peace in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, wow. This has been awesome. Yeah. Guys, has this blessed you? If it has, let us know in the comments. But uh, we want to let you know that you are empowered to succeed. Yeah. You have all that you need to overcome. Whatever the enemy has been trying to attack you with, you, everything you need is within you. Yeah. And God is, what, the, what, a, what a beautiful opportunity that yeah. you have to partner with a ministry and to be a part of a ministry that empowers you to overcome. Amen. Like, not everyone has, not everyone has found access to that. Yeah. But you have found access to, to a people who will encourage you, to a people who will who will point you yeah. into faith and which overcomes the world. And so what a privilege. Like yeah. I thank God regularly. Lord, thank you that I'm not in a dead church. Amen. You know, Lord, thank you that I'm a part of a ministry that sees fruit, that sees the fruit of the word, that yeah. God confirms his word with signs and wonders following. Thank you, Lord, for bringing me here, you know. Yeah. And I just thank the Lord that he brought you to be a part of this broadcast and to partner with this broadcast. Yeah. And, if the, and, and, you know, we sow this broadcast into you. But if you have any, if the Lord is leading you to sow into, the, into this ministry, into the word of God, the supernatural, powerful word of God that empowers people to overcome, man, if, if, if he's leading you to sow anything, we want to give you that opportunity. Yeah. You can go to giveww.org and sow uh, there we also have different ways that you can give but you can find all those at giveww.org yeah but uh seek the lord ask him lord what do you want me to sow today if you want me to sow you know and just just seek him and whatever he tells you to do do it and you'll be blessed yeah. you'll, you'll be empowered to overcome and you'll partner with the grace that's in this ministry amen, amen. well and you know as as we're wrapping up <laughs>
We preached oh, and ministered and edified, exhorted, whatever word you want to say, a whole lot on overcoming. Yeah. We're not going to end this broadcast without praying for that. Whatever cycle mm -hmm. tried to be there, whatever attack yeah. tried to be there, we're yeah. going to pray and believe with you that it's done for you yeah. like it's done for us. The yeah. same way that yesterday it was in an instant broken off of me and that attack that tried to come on me was broken it's going to instantly break the power that that thing had over you it's going to be destroyed not because we are powerful entities in our own ability but because when we call on the name of the lord we shall be saved he is our ever-present help in time of need he is a god who hears and who answers and so we're going to pray for you you're going to see manifestation from this prayer because prayer works and when we believe that we have received God is able to do mighty things so we want to pray with you whatever that attack was as we pray you can call it out sickness fear financial pressure whatever the thing was call it out and call it done it's done today the cycle of attack the attack that tried to be there done today in Jesus' name, we're not putting up with it anymore. We love you too much to see yeah. you get punched in the face by an attack that has no right to even be near you. We're ending it today. The way that it ended yesterday for me, the way that the sickness ended uh, last week for Buddy, it's over today yeah. for you. Amen. And so Buddy's going to pray. We're yeah. going to just agree together. And that thing, it's done. Yeah. Expect that by the time we finish, yeah. its power is broken Amen. and you get to walk out free. Amen. Well, Father, right now in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for the anointing that breaks off yeah. every yoke. Thank you. The anointing that sets, sets the captives free. The anointing that brings beauty for ashes yeah. and joy for mourning. So, Father, right now, we thank you, Lord, by the power of the name of Jesus Christ and through faith in the name yeah. of Jesus Christ, we declare the attacks to finish. Yeah. No weapon formed against us can prosper. It's exposed it will not prosper, and it is destroyed now, now in the name of Jesus. Right now, attacks on people's minds destroyed now in the name of Jesus. Attacks on their bodies, we just declare them to cease. Yeah. We declare healing to be now in the name of Jesus. And by faith, we receive all that you have for us, Lord. Right now, we just declare restoration to be in our families. Thank God, in peace to be in our homes in Jesus' name. God, we thank you, Lord, for financial breakthroughs yeah. to be now. God, I thank you, Lord, you're supplying all our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And so, Father, right now, we thank you, Lord. Thank Debt you. is erased yeah. in Jesus' name. Right now, Lord, we thank you. Uh, sickness is healed in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you, Father, that long-time sin struggles are over yes. now in Jesus' name. We have the victory. We take a hold of it by faith, and we receive your love right now. We thank you for it. We praise you for it in Jesus' yeah. name. And Lord, we thank you for every seed that's being sown today. Mm -hmm. Lord, yeah. I thank you that the seeds sown yeah. in faith, Lord, that today thank they you. are blessed. Yeah. In Jesus' name, let it be pressed down shaken together and running over. Let a quick manifestation off of them happen in Jesus' name. And we commit to being good soil to be sown into. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Thanks yeah. for being on with us today. We love you. We believe in you. Yes. It's going to be a good day. No matter how it started, yeah. no matter how the week started, it's a good day. Yeah. It's a good week. And you're going to go higher than you've ever been before right now. Right now. The power of that thing died 10 seconds yeah. ago. Amen. And well, it died when Jesus rose from the dead, but the power it had over you, yeah. it's gone. You get to walk in freedom today. And so tomorrow when we come back, we, I want, we want to hear what happened to you. If you want to go to whatsright.com, you can send us a message. If yeah. anything specifically happened, yeah. if there was, you could tangibly feel the power of God, you know, you know, this thing changed for me this moment. We want to hear about it and rejoice with you and just believe, uh, believe for you. So tomorrow when we come back, we're excited to spend time with you yeah. because you're believers that are going yeah. higher and are yeah. looking more and more like Jesus. Yeah. So thanks for spending your Tuesday with us. We'll be back tomorrow at 1130. But if you're done with this broadcast, go back and watch last week. Go back and watch the week before. Yeah. Build your faith up. Click through our other videos because we have a ton that are designed designed specifically to help raise you up into who you're called to be. Amen. The song that just, okay. <laughs> All done. You yeah. don't get more. You know, you're done. <laughs> it's me. I'm in the limelight now. <laughs> what, you were singing a song? And on mountains. Raise me up. I like that after so long, Sammy was like, no, I'll go back. Fine. They're Thank not going to stop talking. Right, you can, you can I mean, I, she had to go back to you because I wasn't talking. <laughs> I was just watching. All right. You can take yeah. it back. Okay. okay. Bye, Marky. Okay. Hello. Hey, so uh, do you want to have fun with us? Yeah. Uh, you can have fun with us on December 20. <laughs> Parents said I look scared. <laughs> <laughs> Our buddies are all uncomfortable. Um, so on December 22nd, we're literally having just a big party. That's all. We're having, like, it, it's going to be a legit party. December 22nd, a very merry Lunch Plus Christmas party. We're almost a week away. Tomorrow, it's going to be on a Wednesday, next Wednesday. So tomorrow, it is officially a week away. So mark your calendars. It is going to be at 1130, like always. And from 11.30 to 1 o'clock, we're having games and giveaways, prizes. We're giving away gift cards. We're giving away items. We're giving away, like, actual prizes, specific prizes. So you can wait. One of the prizes, I will tell you right now, one of the prizes I'm very excited about because I want it. Like, I can't win it, but I want it. And I'm going to look into by trying to get one of the things after by myself because uh, I want it. So, yeah, you're going to want you're gonna want the prizes. It's going to be fun. Um, Greg says, I want to have fun. Yeah, we're going to have fun on December 22nd. Um, speaking of, I, speaking of uh, the, why are you laughing so hard? You're laughing at Greg. Oh, Greg said, I like items. Speaking of the Lunch Plus, very merry lunch plus Christmas party. Um, if you will go right now to Brian, to Pastor Brian Wright's Instagram. It doesn't say Pastor, it just says Brian Wright. But go to his Instagram. On his story, he has a, he has a, 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 a collection of stories right there. We're filling out a poll because one of our games is going to be a Christmas Mad Lib Theater. So we need you to put in what you put in the, um, like, uh, I don't have it pulled up, but like, what are one of the things? 
it's like, what is your, what is a movie quote? What's your favorite movie quote? Okay, so it's like, what is, what's your favorite movie quote? And what is an animal noise? Adjective. Go, um, it's Mad Libs. I'm sorry, it's Mad Libs. But just fill it out on, on Pastor's Instagram right now so that your answer can possibly be uh, premiered on the Mad Libs Theater. And then last special announcement. This Sunday, this Sunday, woo, woo it's a Christmas <laughs> service. <laughs> Baron and I both screamed, but the thing was is I was the one with the mic, so you really heard me. Uh, this Sunday is our Christmas service. It's going to be legit. We're going to have a free gift for every child. We're going to have a Nintendo Switch. We're going to have... What does it say? Oh, makeover. I was like, what does that even mean? Yeah, we're going to have like a makeover gift. Then we're going to have a gun shop gift card gift. And a free meal for everybody after the service. And a photo booth. So this Sunday, bring your family, bring your loved ones, bring your friends. Bring everybody to the Boomerang here in Albemarle. If you're watching from away, it's Albemarle, North Carolina. Boomerang Church this Sunday at 10 a.m. And that took like five minutes. <laughs> that was a lot of announcements, but it's because it's all so fun. And I want to make sure that you guys have the information. And I kind of feel like I've been rambling for a really long time. So we're going to stop. But uh, you can come back live tomorrow at 1130. We'll see you then. We love you. Thank you for watching. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Huh. Santa and I are really excited about the Lunch Plus Christmas special. We want to let you guys know all about it. On December 22nd, we're going to be having a very merry Lunch Plus Christmas special at 11.30 a.m. here on the Brian Wright YouTube channel. Guys, we're going to be having some gift cards. We're going to be giving away prizes, giveaways, fun segments. It's going to be a lot of fun, interactive. We're going to have you guys involved in it. Santa, are you excited? He's excited. I'm excited too. So we'll see you guys on December 22nd at 1130 for the Lunch Plus Christmas Special. We'll see you there. I'm a
Thank you.